Welcome to Lifelines. This is John Augustine. It seems strange to call Frank Lloyd Wright America's most famous modern architect, considering he was born just two years after the end of the Civil War. But he lived 91 years, and many of his buildings still looked like something that landed from outer space. Though he could design anything from a house of worship to a boathouse, his obsession was to build the perfect house. This ambition was driven by his childhood home in Spring Green, Wisconsin, a warm, supportive family. His father was a restless preacher and an authoritarian patriarch, just the parent for raising a rebel. After Frank's parents divorced, he never saw his father again, and his adult life would echo the disruption of his family. He would be married twice, divorced once, lived with partners, all the while building ideal homes for other people. A key element of his styles was the open plan, rooms communicating with a large central living room to encourage family activities. Wright did build a wonderful house for his own family when he became a young architect in Chicago. It's full of clever, playful touches. It's open for tours, and you can feel how happy he was. He had trained with Louis Sullivan, the master architect who had designed so many stunning buildings that rose up after the Chicago fire. After Sullivan fired him for moonlighting, Frank set up on his own with talented assistants and built his reputation with masterworks like Unity Temple and the Roby family's home, his best early prairie house, a truly revolutionary plan, long, low, and lean. Wright would dispense with moldings and drain pipes and eventually basements. Most of his homes would rest on a poured concrete slab. He loved working with new materials and methods. He wanted to control the whole environment, including the dining room furniture and the stained glass windows. If there's an urn in front of a Wright house, you can bet Frank picked it out and put it there. He would typically anchor the house with a massive central fireplace, a nostalgic domestic symbol for this modernist. But the Chicago Idol ended abruptly when Frank abandoned his house, his architectural firm, and his wife and six children to run off with the wife of a client. They fled toward home, back to Spring Green, where Wright would struggle to support himself. One client who helped tide him over was the Emperor of Japan. Frank was hired to design the Imperial Hotel in Tokyo, an international luxury hotel for Western visitors. He was the perfect choice. He once acknowledged only three sources of inspiration, Louis Sullivan, nature, and Japanese art. Wright traveled to and lived in Tokyo for over six years, superintending the construction of the hotel. But within a year after it was finished, the Tokyo earthquake of 1923 struck, leveling buildings for miles around, but not the Imperial Hotel, which stood proud, adding to its architect's legend. Back in Wisconsin, Wright established Taliesin, a compound of living quarters, drafting rooms, stables, and recreational facilities. But in 1914, when he was out of town, a crazed employee set fire to the central building with Frank's partner and her two children inside. No one survived, and Wright returned a devastated man to a devastated home. He would spend years rebuilding. One step was to turn Taliesin into a school where ambitious young men would come to learn from the master and pitch in to maintain a little utopia. Years later, when Wright sought a drier climate for his health, he established a parallel community, Taliesin West in Arizona. Many people wrote Wright off in the 1930s. Not many patrons had the cash or the courage to order a new home during the Depression. 
Wright, at 70, seemed an eccentric crank, ready for the shelf. In fact, he was preparing a stupendous comeback. He designed a new prototype for middle-class homeowners, the Usonian. Porsches were gone, passé, replaced by patios. Carports replaced garages. Even the sacred dining room was eliminated since people no longer hosted formal dinner parties. Wright had invented the ranch home. But he had not abandoned the spectacular. His design for a vacation home, Falling Water, was a sensation, certainly his most popular work. Wright loved to build a home to fit a dramatic natural setting, but he outdid himself on this one by projecting the house over a waterfall. The effect seemed so impossible as to be magical. The Guggenheim Art Museum in New York was more controversial. The outside looked like a stack of sugar donuts, but New Yorkers learned to live with it. In 2020, both Taliesins closed their schools, perhaps forever. This might be a sign of Wright's declining influence, but when I first visited Falling Water years ago, you could pull into the drive and walk in any time during touring hours. Shortly before COVID, you needed a reservation, sometimes several days in advance. I expect Frank will be with us for a long time. The book is by Robert Twombly, subtitled An Interpretive Biography. This program has been Lifelines. I'm John Augustine.